You are listening to the Startup Playground. Show where I invite entrepreneurs, startup founders, and game changers to talk about their success stories, learn from their mistakes, and hear about their interesting experiences. Hello, sweet listener. Today, we have founder at Innos, Mark Daniel, in the sweet seat to tell us about his experience within the startup environment. Startup Enel is working closely with Amazon, the largest e-commerce marketplace and a cloud computing platform in the world. Their goal is to provide businesses with a simple solution, entering new markets, increase their brand awareness, and have a sustainable source of income by selling on Amazon. Let's hear more from Mark himself. Hi, Mark. Hi, Luis. Thank you for having me. Thanks. I'm really honored to have you here since you are from the big playground of Amazon. I remembered myself buying books on Amazon when I used to study. Uh, yeah, it's pretty big. Right now it takes more than 50% of e-commerce market share in the USA, for example. So yes, it's uh, pretty exciting for me and for my partner to work with it. And it is a pleasure for me to join this episode. Thank you very much. Tell me, what does it mean being an entrepreneur in this fast-paced world, Mark? I think it's about setting up priorities and prioritize your time. As I see it, based on my experience, it's a really hard challenge to understand what is actually the most important in doing every day. You take the action and you take the responsibility for setting up your goals and tasks. So from my perspective, every day I see that I need to focus on the right things because if I spend time on something that is not going to bring any profit or success to my business, then I'm just wasting my time. Okay. Why Amazon, if I may ask? Because I see a lot of potential on Amazon and uh, especially in Denmark and in Nordic countries. Not so many e-commerce sellers or companies know how to sell on Amazon and uh, not so many people are actually aware of the potential for their products on Amazon. What could you tell me more about yourself? Yeah, so speaking about uh, me personally, I'm a 23-year-old guy from Latvia, <laughs> the same as you, Elvis. I moved to Denmark straight after my high school. And just to give you a little bit background about me, I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset. For example, would like to tell you one story. When I was like 13 years old in a city called Jurmala, for the listeners, the city next to the beach, it was a lot of people from different other Baltic countries or from Russia who were going there on vacation. And uh, there was an ice cream seller who went with a track attracting people to buy an ice cream. And I saw a problem that uh, these people were actually lazy to stand up and to buy an ice cream. So what I did, I bought a small refrigerator and I bought ice creams for 0.9 cents and sold them at 50 cents. Pretty cool profit margin. Okay, so you were already uh, business-minded when you were really, really young. <laughs> yeah, 13 years old. I had few ideas like this when I was in school. But my grades were very low in school and uh, at 12th grade I understood that I want to change something in my life, that I maybe want to explore other countries and I found an opportunity that in Denmark for European students you can have a free education. But because of my bad grades I wasn't accepted almost anywhere <laughs> except one campus of Zibot Institute, like Zeiland Institute, in Nukobing Pauster, which is a very, very small city in Denmark. So I had only one opportunity to go there. 
I went there and I understood that you cannot even find a job, like a simple student job there. And it's very boring, even though I had very great friends there. So what I did, I showed myself very great in studying there and asked me to transfer to Roskilde, campus of uh, Zibot. And I studied there for one year, had my first internship there, where I learned a lot about uh, search engine optimization and uh, found my passion for digital marketing. And after I moved to Copenhagen Business Academy, where I finished my bachelor. But during two internships that I had, I found, as I said, my passion for digital marketing agency. So uh, when I understood that, okay, I know how to do search engine optimization, how to help companies with that. And I even wanted to do my startup first with this topic, but I understood that it's too competitive market and there you need to really compete on price or be like 10 years experienced search engine optimization guy. So I went to being employed after my graduation. I learned about Amazon a lot been selling my products, helping different companies to sell. And right now, with my partner, we started company Inels. So where I am right now. Okay, so how old were you when you started selling on Amazon first? It was like uh, one year ago. Okay. But I had some knowledge about digital marketing and SEO and Google ads before, which goes hand in hand with selling on e-commerce shops and selling on Amazon. Okay, and what are your personal life goals? I think for me, it's very important to fulfill myself in the different aspects of life. So rather it's being uh, physically developed or mentally developed, uh, learn different things, uh, try myself in the different things while I'm young and uh, to always follow my passion and try to achieve a bigger things. Everybody is following their passion. I guess that's the, the, the engine or the driver for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. Because without passion, there is no interest in life so much. That's true. What are your driving force in this case, uh, becoming an entrepreneur? I know it's passion, but there should be something else. Yeah, definitely. I've been uh, thinking myself as well as finding like uh, a good, uh, like full-time job and thinking maybe about the career there. But uh, what I really like about being an entrepreneur is about is taking uh, responsibilities. And I really believe that responsibilities build you as a stronger person. And I really like to set up my everyday life and to actually set responsibilities for me. And in the future, I also willing to have a bigger team and set responsibilities for others, kind of. It's to give them a better environment within the company and actually to create more working spaces. Before I was coming here, I also checked your LinkedIn profile because, I mean, I could also read something on you on Facebook, yeah. but I read I rather chose like more business-minded uh, page. So I read about uh, that you have written many articles, but the one that struck me the more is the Amazon SEO, or uh, in this case, they were mentioned A9 algorithm. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell me about that? So basically, A9 Algorithm is a company owned by Amazon, which helps to create a search engine inside Amazon. When you look on Amazon for the product, there is always products which come first and which come last. And uh, how to optimize your products and how to be actually on the first page on Amazon, it's all about the lear learning the algorithm and understanding this A9, which is very interesting for me. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, Amazon, um, the first thing, when I start doing e-commerce, I, 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 it's not e-commerce doing, I was more like buying a lot of things from 
the competitor, or I'm not sure is it still a competitor because I haven't heard nothing, eBay. Yeah. I used to buy a lot of things from eBay and sell them. Like, because you can order a lot of cheap things like players or the iPod fake, whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was selling to like classmates and all that. Is the eBay still on? Uh, eBay is still on, but it's not so professional as Amazon. And uh, on eBay, selling on eBay, you cannot really have the same rights, kind of, and you cannot really protect your business if you're, for example, a big brand owner. And on eBay, it's even worse than on, than Amazon when it comes to to the competing on price. I believe that on Amazon, you can still have a higher price and have a great content and deliver the idea and the story and then sell it at the higher price. On eBay, I think it's much harder. Okay. But it's a great thing that what you were doing. I know many people were trying to do that back in the days. And as Gary Vee says, it's hustling. And many American students actually went rich just of hustling this way. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Gary Vee, you know, he's uh, kind of my long, long mentor. <laughs> Not a mentor. I have never met him in life, yeah. but I have inspiration. inspiration in this case. Yeah, you're correcting me. For me, the same. Yes, because, you know, he's like so energetic and he's like presenting in the way that, you know, like kind of you cannot miss it. You cannot be empowered to kind of move forward in your life, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he says the truth. That's what I like about him. Yes. Because he says exactly the point. And if to compare Gary Vee to another speakers and another media guys in USA, he's always on point. He sees the problem and he says, come on, man, you need to do this. You need to do that. Yes. That's what I like about him. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. That's true. I already figured out that I guess um, the industry does your business operates is e-commerce. Yeah, exactly. We are an agency and uh, we maybe will be a bit more like a consulting, but at the moment we are only agency. And what we do, we are actually helping e-commerce sellers with the private labels to sell on Amazon. So they have a product, they're selling that it on their own web, like different sales channels, and we help them to get an international reach on Amazon and to sell abroad. And with Amazon, it's very easy to export your product. Let me tell you an example. And Amazon has such a thing called a fulfillment by Amazon. It's a warehouses Amazon owns. And if you want to sell your own product in, let's say, Germany, you can take your inventory and send it to Amazon warehouse. And the Amazon fulfillment by Amazon warehouse will take care and uh, they will ship, they will handle the returns, and they will even for the small fee uh, handle the customer service. So it's very easy and when you want to export your own products, you don't need to look for your own warehouse when Amazon provides that. And it works very well with the Amazon orders. So once there is an order, Amazon will ship it and Prime customers will get it within two days and with a free shipping. That's what motivates them to buy. <laughs> okay. I believe that, you know, like all these e-commerce stores and the biggest one is Amazon in this case is kind of... It's the future, in my opinion, because I have an example. Like last week, I bought uh, the new headphones, right? The ones that I have right here. I went to a Danish retail store, you know. I saw the price. It was 1,200 crowns, right? And then I decided, okay, it cannot be that this costs so much. There should be some kind of markup, right? And I went online and I found it for the half of the price. So in this, this is an example of me that, you know, I kind of believe that People kind of are more price conscious and they kind of, before they kind of buy it, they check it physically yeah. and then they buy online. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even though the statistics says that around 50-60% in USA, they first actually check price on Amazon. And then they're, okay, should I buy it on Amazon? Or they maybe visit their local store and see price there. But in the end, if the price is better, they go still on Amazon, especially with the Prime subscription. That's true. The stage your startup is in, can you tell me about that? Uh, yeah, we are pretty new. The idea came into me uh, around October, November. And uh, we started to do it in uh, January, like uh, officially we, st- we registered the company and we joined this incubator that we are in right now. And it took a very long time before getting the first customers. And right now we are actually having some few customers, which are the small companies. And uh, we help them on the like partnership basis where we uh, would like to have a commission from sales. So it's like a win-win situation if we are doing good then we're also having a good commission. And we are about to expand right now and to have interns in August. But for this three, four months, I think the biggest achievements are that we know the strategy for the future and we learned a lot on the mistakes by doing sales and by doing branding. And uh, we also gathered around us Amazon experts who help us. And these Amazon experts are in USA, in UK, who help us and will help to sell for our clients. So if we have kind of little problems, they will help us. Okay, so you have some kind of uh, community of... uh... Yeah, that's what we are trying to do because in Denmark, there are not so many. I think there are just few Amazon sales experts. If you go to LinkedIn and if you say Denmark, Amazon experts, you find only few. And if you go to UK and Germany and USA, there are much more experienced people and they have the knowledge and they know how to run Amazon accounts for another people as well. Could you tell me why is that? Uh, Because Amazon is not presenting yet in Denmark. It will be. Actually, that's another reason why it's a great opportunity for us because many Danes or other Scandinavians, they know that when Amazon will come, it will take a huge market share of the e-commerce. So they want to be prepared and start selling in Germany, UK or other marketplaces. But when it comes to these marketplaces, people have been selling there already for a long time. And, and many people have been having meetups. There are many communities. So people have been learning from each other. And therefore, they're more successful than Nordic experts. You mentioned that there are only few in Denmark who does Amazon like you do, right? Yeah. Do you have a lot of competitors in this case? Uh, Not so many. (laughs) We have a big, uh, our competitors are big agencies and uh, they do things like also SEO, Google ads and other digital marketing strategies and their brand known very well (laughs) comparing to us. But uh, they have also like departments or sometimes they outsource uh, the service of Amazon. But what we are lacking in this case is actually a brand awareness. And another thing is that we are not Danes in the company, that maybe we will have in the future more Danes. But at the moment, there is a little bit struggle when being an expert in like in a Danish community. But I guess that's the challenge that we are all going for, right? You know, I'm also myself as you, as you told me also from Latvia. And, you know, I'm also struggling. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's even more exciting because if we can achieve success there, we can easier achieve success in Latvia. Yes, that's true. And also, um, I've been uh, also visiting many times, uh, like a lot of exhibitions, art related. And I have seen one of those posters that, you know, written that foreigners, please don't leave. 
you know, because, you know, they kind of, I, I, how I understand it is that we foreigners bring some additional value. Yeah, exactly. I also believe in that. But from another side, uh, sometimes I feel for me, it would be a better advantage if uh, my Dan Danish was fluent at some meetings at making sales and Uh, for example, sometimes making cold calls and calling a potential customer speaking English, he or she will think, who is this guy calling and speaking to me in English if, if he's even located in Denmark or he's an international. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's unique about your business? So uh, what is really what we are trying to do, what we are trying to build is basically a full and customized service. And when I say it, I mean that customer who has a product and who has an e-commerce store, they can rely on us and totally uh, give the responsibility for all the operations when it comes to selling on Amazon. So basically we sell products for them and we'll, we take care of everything. We help them to ship to FBA warehouse and then we do search engine optimization, we do Google ads, we do them reports and in the future we even think about solving for them legal issues because when you are selling abroad you need to always take care about legal issues like VAT registrations for example. Okay, maybe the next one will be a little bit out of the subject but I mean it's also kind of tapping into a little bit in the future. Do you believe that kind of there will be a possibility or maybe there is already a possibility of kind of purchasing and selling things with cryptocurrency? Uh, yeah, definitely. Actually, I've been posting on my LinkedIn one week ago or one and a half week ago, Amazon in USA announced that they will take a crypto for their purchases. And uh, this is a new thing. And I, I believe that it's not only on Amazon. I believe that it will be everywhere on the big marketplaces on the big platforms and uh, i also believe that cryptocurrency uh, is going to be a very common uh, payment method in the future but i don't know how soon <laughs> it will but uh, definitely it will yeah <laughs> nobody i guess knows you know it's like it's a lot of speculations i mean of course there's the statistics and everything right people say like okay by 2020 there should be like you know yeah you never know yeah but yeah. you know they're like it's been already for a while i mean it's going up going down going up going down who knows yeah. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Tell me, how did you come up with this business idea? So, because of my uh, job, because of my employment, I've been working a lot on learning about selling on Amazon, and I understood how complicated it is. And I've been even laughing about that Amazon, so huge platform, so huge player, makes it things so complicated. And to learn how to sell on Amazon, it takes like half a year at least, <laughs> maybe for some it's two months, but to know how to do everything, it really sometimes there are a lot of complicated things and a lot of errors from Amazon side. But um, just to give you an understanding, uh, there is a Amazon Seller Central, which is the platform where you can operate everything like an admin panel. And there are a lot of things you need to know when you list the products, when you upload the pictures. You really need to comply with every terms of service, uh, terms of condition Amazon has. So there is a lot of small details which you need to take in mind when selling on Amazon. And I understood that it would be hard for someone who is like a product designer, for example, to learn some technical things like this. So therefore, I saw at the market and I saw that there are not so many professionals in Denmark. And another thing is that Dansk industry said and opened a project called e-exporting when they said that they are willing to help Danish companies to generate more online sales 
on channels like Alibaba, eBay, Amazon abroad because they think that Danes are only having like 2% um, of export selling on this channel. So I saw these numbers and I saw the market and I understood that it's a very great opportunity. I guess you have to grab the, the you know, grab the bull by the horns while <laughs> it's, you know, still, you know, there. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I, I, I totally admire what you're doing because, you know, I mean, Amazon is a the biggest e-commerce store. In yeah, exactly. And I think it would be even better for our business when it comes to Nordics. Right. So regarding the Nordics, you know, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned the language and you mentioned, you know, this, that people kind of don't want to kind of have Amazon or, you know, they're afraid that Amazon is going to come in Denmark and Scandinavia. What are the biggest obstacles within your startup in this case? In this case, right now is uh, as I said already before that we are an English speakers, and uh, right now I'm thinking about translating my website to Danish, run Google Ads in Danish, and have a Dane in the team, or uh, maybe just to translate uh, somehow and to provide the service in Danish. It maybe would be one of the solution for this issue, but also about branding. When I do branding right now on my LinkedIn, or where I do branding presenting. It would be better to have um, more uh, like understanding for like to to communicate to listeners or to people who are visiting my LinkedIn profile that I'm from Denmark, that I'm living here almost five years, and that I'm helping like Nordics, even though I'm not speaking Danish, which is ridiculous. I speak a little bit, but um, not not enough for doing sales, for example. Yeah, I mean, in our language, there is this saying, you know, good things come when you wait, you know. And also, and also, there's another saying. I don't know how it's in English, the proper way of saying, but it sounds something like um, it's something like sounds like the little ones are ruling the world, you know. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. So definitely, you know, there should be time. You have to invest the time, and then you know, you can pick the result. Yeah, and uh, speaking about the language, I really feel that I need to communicate more in Danish. But when you speak with Danes and when you try to speak, sometimes it's very hard for me just because of the pronunciation. <laughs> it's a it's a hard language to not just to learn, but to pronounce it right and to make people understand you. And people also hear it. I mean, if you speak yes. with a Danish person, they hear that you kind of don't pronounce in the same way and then they kind of shift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I shift immediately to English and like, don't worry, I know English. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. And uh, how do you plan overcome these uh, things? I mean, the language, of course, you're going to go study, you know, but, you know, other things. Uh, yeah. So, for example, um, another thing that we are challenging right now is that um, getting more clients require more time to do the service. And there are not so much time to do the branding part. So I don't know how to do it yet, but one of the thoughts was to find more Amazon experts and have it in the team who would help and who would be responsible for different aspects of doing different things on when it comes to selling on Amazon. Or if it's going to be very tough to find these people, maybe to educate them and to find interns who will be passionate about learning about selling on Amazon and to educate them. And then it comes another issue about the management and the organization. And how much time I would actually spend, I don't know yet, but I will see in August. We have quite a lot of interns showing interest about uh, the business and about the idea. So uh, how it will be, I don't know yet, but uh, it's probably a lot of time uh, management I will need to do within the organization as well. 
Okay. Uh, imagine that you you had a, a possibility to turn back the time. You know, you told me that, uh, and also I read on your LinkedIn profile that you are like kind of passionate about SEO. You are passionate about business things and all that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But and digital marketing as well, of course. But if you had a chance to kind of shift back, right? Kind of turn back the time and do something else. Would you do something else? Would you change something? Mm, I don't know, but I'm always thinking about that. <laughs> it's very hard to say because from one side, I'm not regretting anything. But from another side, it's very interesting about um, how I spend my time then. For example, first years in Denmark or when I was in high school and how I'm spending my time right now. And I really think that if I would be more dedicated back then, and I, if I would be more, spending more time on understanding what is my passion and following it, maybe I would be more successful right now. But you can never know. And uh, I don't want to regret about the things that I've been doing then. No, I, I think that everything that you do in life basically makes you a different person and a better person. Yeah, I also believe this. And I also believe that it's interesting to go through the different life aspects and to be in the different situations and have different daily routines. This gives you a broader view and broader uh, understanding of what you actually can do. Yes, and that's also I also told my my one of my colleagues yesterday that you know I'm also attending a lot of events, a lot of uh, pre-seed academy events, a lot of uh, fuck up Copenhagen night events, yeah. a lot of other sustainable brand image events and all that kind of things. And they are all asking me why I'm doing all this, and I told them that I kind of want to have a, a broader um, view on a life. I want to have more colors in my palette. I want to see more things. I don't want to limit myself to only one thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I really admire. And uh, I've been also visiting many things, many different events in Copenhagen. And I really like that in Copenhagen, every week, maybe even every day, you can find a different event, meet different people, learn from them, and actually understand them better. And uh, that's really a great experience here in Copenhagen. Comparing to uh, Riga, maybe not so many events there, especially about uh, business-wise or startup-wise. But uh, I really like to uh, go and speak with the people who have more success than me and to just have this network around me. Because I believe that you are the average of who you surrounded with and you are the average of what you watch and what, what you listen, what you read, what you do. So. Uh, it's like my life philosophy. Yes. Also, you know, I, I, I have told a lot of people and I believe that you also have heard this somewhere from somebody else, right? That, uh, you know, there is 97% mentioning the thing that you just told me, right? And there is 97% of people who are followers and then there are three people who are the leaders, yeah. right? So I believe that people like we... We kind of, we lead the people because we believe in our dreams. We have the passion for something and we kind of, we want to see what is in the other side of the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And what I also think about this, I met people who are very motivated, but not dedicated. And maybe myself, I also was the same. When I was feeling so motivated, watching also Gary Vee and different uh, success stories, listening to different podcasts, but I was not really doing enough. And right now I feel that when you are actually dedicated and when you are really building the way to achieve your goal, 
it's all about doing things and just trying and putting a lot of effort in it. That's true. That's true. Now, you know, since you've been in business for a while and you've been in startups and all that kind of things and you own your startup right now yourself, as an entrepreneur, you are basically kind of a mentor to newer people, like the people who actually wants to go into startups, who actually wants to experience how it is, right? So you must have some key activities that you could would like to suggest, you know, others to achieve their goals. So in this case, what are the key activities that you would like to suggest? Yeah, I think is to try, especially if when you are young, to try everything and to never say no, <laughs> just to go for everything, every offer. I believe that you can say no later, but try yourself in a different aspects of life and, and not just be motivated, but try to do, try yourself in this field and see how it goes. If you don't like it, you can always say no. But I really believe that when you try as many as possible different things, it's much easier to understand what where exactly your passion is because the passion is something that we are looking for maybe most of our life and maybe only in some people in the end of their lives understand what is their actual passion so maybe they're just in a comfort zone and they think that it's a passion so that's that's what my philosophy is again that trying is um, is the best thing you can do trying by doing I mean, if you're not going to try, you're not going to know. Exactly, yeah. I mean, then you're going to say like, oh, in a couple of years, oh, I didn't try this. I wish I tried that. I wish I tried this. I mean, why not? I mean, you go, you risk, you burn yourself, you learn, you become a better person, you try again. Yeah, exactly. And better to say yes and uh, feel that, okay, it's not my thing. And then uh, just regret it in five or ten years and yeah. thinking, oh, back then I had so great opportunity. Why I didn't take it? Yeah, that's that's the truth. That's the thing. That's the thing. Another thing. How long you said you you were in this startup since October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea start escalated in October, and then I just uh, I've been like working five days per week since uh, like even more <laughs> since January. So, yeah. Okay, so it's been around like. Four months. Four months, like when I am fully dedicated. Okay. When I really, when I really understood the, when I set up the goals, I think very important is to set up the goals to understand where you go, uh, where I understood how I would like to do this and what is the things I need to spend hourly, monthly in the next uh, year and two. And uh, from that time, I'm really working hard. And I think I learned a lot during these four months understanding the potential customer, understanding the concept and understanding that it can actually work. Yeah. Okay. Is there any other tips that uh, you could suggest others from your own experience? Like, you know, I call it, I wish I knew before tips, right? Every person has, you know, something that they, for example, they were in a, the startup for a while and then they thought like, oh, I wish I knew this before you know, and I wish I did something different. Yeah, I I really wish I knew before about how to make a time management for me. Right now, what really helps me and what I suggest to others is to create a calendar where you, like once in a week, you set up things that you would like to do in the next week. But you don't say like, this day I'm going to do three things. You set up an hours and you spend only this much time on this task. and 
I really was working a lot on this and it helped me to understand my priorities and to set up like the schedule. So basically if I have like today three tasks, I say from 10 to 12, I do this. And if I uh, don't manage to do it, I just stop and I don't go back to it. It's better to uh, stop it. And if it's not important, better not focus on the details, but uh, just to, ma to make it, to finish it, because things should be done. <laughs> if If they're not done, it's like the huge resp small responsibilities and therefore it can turn into stress and thinking about what I have for what I forgot or things like this so calendar I think it's very important for every entrepreneur to have and to understand what I would like to spend my time on okay do you do some kind of to-do lists I mean it sounds like to-do list uh, actually what I've been doing I've been doing to-do lists so every morning I come and I set up my to-do list like list of five tasks I need to do but then I understood that and I read it actually I didn't understood it I read it in one article that it's not so efficient because then you can actually not like um, you don't set exactly the time or how much you would like to spend and uh, many times it happened for me like that I'm spending all my day on the three things and then last two things I need to basically uh, start next day or to forget it <laughs> or things like this. So I'm just uh, right now I'm setting exactly the time slots for each task and it really helped me a lot. Okay. I had a really great talk, but before we end this nice conversation and really productive and, you know, I got a lot of insight from Amazon. Maybe I'll soon buy something new, right? <laughs> Where and how can people find your service in this case? Because you told that you are building your own image on LinkedIn. But is there any other options how to find you? Uh, yeah, I think uh, LinkedIn, it would be interesting for people who want to listen to some news and uh, hear from me like about Amazon. Because I'm right now trying to post some insights and some news almost every day. But uh, besides my LinkedIn, uh, you can find me, basically, you can contact me through the website, which is inels, I-N-N-E-L-S dot com. And we are also building a website, uh, maybe in the end of the summer, we will have a website where we will showcase and uh, we will present our success. So it will be also interesting to learn how actually you can sell on Amazon. Are you also, or inels in this case, also in some kind of social media? Uh, only LinkedIn at the moment, uh, since we are a B2B company, we are not focusing too much on that. But uh, from August, we will start to do some, uh, um, maybe more LinkedIn and Facebook advertising. But at the moment, I decided to do it more on my personal brand, because when companies come and when they want to sell, they basically believe more in a person who will sell their products than the brand in general. We are not so strong as a brand. So I'm first start uh, trying to build my personal brand. Great. That sounds really great. I, I believe that, you know, building your image first is important than building the brand because, you know, yeah. you're selling yourself. Exactly. I, like one of our mentors said, I'm selling my brains, basically. Okay. I thank you, Mark, for this fantastic conversation, you know. Thank you, Elvis. It was exciting for me as well. Then I definitely think that listeners enjoyed. And, you know, as you also have told me before listening to my other podcasts, I'm bringing something new every episode. Yeah. 
I wish you luck and uh, I wish you find more interesting entrepreneurs and uh, uh, looking forward to hearing more about different success stories and stories of and startups. Yes. And also, also, I will definitely take your links and post it when I'm going to post the episode. And, you know, I also hope that, you know, the listeners enjoyed and, you know, everybody got really fantastic takeaways. Definitely me. Maybe I'll buy something soon. And I'm just <laughs> through you, Mark. <laughs> we gonna keep in touch with you yeah cool mark thank you very much and goodbye goodbye